Bonjour, welcome to another episode of the Slowly Becoming Canadian podcast. I'm your host, Swell, and this is episode 21, an episode about a small business in a small town in Canada. We'll get started pretty quickly, but first, a little bit of housekeeping. Some of you haven't listened to the previous episodes yet. I have your names. I am not going to shame you publicly, but come on, guys. You know you can find all the previous episodes on Stitcher, iTunes, or SoundCloud. You just look for Slowly Becoming Canadian, and I'll be right there holding a bottle of wine and a baguette. And if you subscribe to the podcast, all the new episodes will automatically show up in your library. And if you rate and review the podcast, it helps get the word around and it makes my mom proud. You don't know my mom, but she's super nice. So come on, guys, do it for my mom. As always, you can email me at slowlybecomingcanadian at gmail.com. You can let me know if you like the podcast, if you hate the podcast, if you want to insult me, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast. So just email me. And if you're a guest on the podcast, not only you'll have the best time of your life, that's my personal guarantee, I'll reimburse you if you don't, but also you'll get a free bottle of Cove Kombucha, which is the official beverage of the podcast given by Cove Kombucha. It's brewed in Nova Scotia. It's delicious probiotic tea. I still, I'm still not really sure what kombucha is, but I've been told it's good for you. And they do it with a lot of love. And really, who doesn't like love? I think all you need is love, actually. Oh, that's that's pretty good. I should make a song about it. Anyway, so come be a guest and you'll have a free bottle of Kuv Kombucha. So uh, last episode, we talked with Joel, who left a small town in Canada, Amherst, to go to the biggest city in Canada, Toronto, to work. This episode, we'll talk with someone from Amherst who's still in Amherst. So it's time to welcome our guest, young businessman. We'll, we'll see the introduction he wants to give himself, uh, Mikhail Manzor. Hi, Mikhail. How are you? I'm good, Soel. How are you? I'm very good. So we are actually in Amherst and we are in your store. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, you were born in Amherst? Yes, I was. Okay. And you're 25, correct? I'm 25. Okay. So you grew up in Amherst. Did you study in Amherst as well? No, I studied at St. Mary's in Halifax. Okay. And I studied accounting. Okay. So you graduated how long ago? Three years ago. Three years ago. And there's always a big question. Once you've graduated, you've done everything that everybody wanted to do you to do. You went to university. What are you going to do after that? And what did you decide to do? Well, um, after I graduated, I wasn't really sure what to do exactly like I studied a lot of finance and a lot of accounting at St. Mary's and I felt a lot of pressure to really to move to Toronto and to pursue a career in that and I just kind of needed to take a step back because I felt I was I don't I don't know exactly like I felt I was getting a little bit burnt out pursuing that and I felt that it wasn't gonna make me that happy so I just took a step back and I moved home for the summer and I was just kind of like, okay, what am I going to do? Right. And, uh, so I started working at my parents' business and I, at Mansour's, like we own three businesses in Amherst. We own uh, Mansour's menswear, uh, Deanne Fitzpatrick rug hooking studio. And she, my mother opened uh, 30 church women's clothing. So I just started, um, hanging around Mansour's after I graduated and I kept making improvements and I'm just still doing that basically. So you spent some time in Toronto 
and came back to Amherst. Um, was it? It feels like it, when I talk to uh, I talk to some people who are from Truro, Nova Scotia, another small town, mm -hmm. or Amherst, and it kind of felt like they were reluctant at some point to come back to a small town. Was it the case for you? Oh, I think so. I think like you're almost shamed by your peers for That's interesting. living yeah, in a small town. Why is that? I guess like it's easy to say like why a bigger place is better because they have this and this and this and you don't. So I think that people feel, I don't know. I, I think people do like to to uh, reinforce what they're doing in life is good. And I think it's really easy to to do that like to say that about a small town or whatever yeah yeah that's interesting shame is a word that comes back a lot when i talk to people about it or failing as if like, coming back to where you were from I, i think that's very different in canada from france in france i don't think people think like that but in in canada you're supposed to or i don't know if you're supposed to but a lot of people have that idea that if you come from a small town you go to school you go to university and that's to get like you said, reinforcing other people's idea and go to a bigger city where everything is cool and everything. But you made the choice to come back to the small town. And so you said it is a family store. Did you, did you work in the store when you, when you were a child? Was it, did you spend a lot of time in the store and work, I guess, once it was legal for you to work? Yeah, a lot of time. I, I think that's very interesting about what you said about France, by the way. But, uh, Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the store when I was a kid. The store was started in Mansour's, was started in 1924 by my great-great-uncle. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, he was a Lebanese peddler, and he traveled the countryside, and then he saved up enough money to open a store. And then my grandfather took over two years later, and he worked there for 70 years. So it's just a really, like, I'm very passionate about the store, and my family's worked very hard at it. And... I just, I, I think I felt a lot of pressure to continue that legacy and to continue working in the store. Okay. So it is a, a family store. So yeah, you didn't come back to Amherst and, and just do whatever. You were coming back to work in your family business. Is yes, that it? Yeah. If, you, if your parents were not store owners, or do you think you would have come back or look for something else or stayed in a bigger city? Uh, probably not, I guess, okay. because I, it just... Yeah, it, it's hard for me to make that judgment call, sure. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the story, you, you touched briefly the history of the story. That's a very incredible story, I think, to, to me, actually. The, the immigrant that comes in. That's the story a lot of people like. Obviously, coming like a newcomer, very successful, opens his business, and his family runs it for a long time. And here you are. So you're the fourth generation? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you said when you started working in the store, you started to make changes. Mm -hmm. What did you mean by changes? So, like, when I started, there's two main things I did. Like, I inventoried everything and uh, created an online store. So the store sort of acts as a warehouse to for online sales. And we're doing fairly well online, and it's growing quickly. And then the other thing I did was we renovated. it. Like, the store was in uh, two parts, and we got it the... Like there was a wall in the middle of the store and we got at that. So now it's a big open space. And like those are the two main changes I made. So for, would you call it modernizing the store a little bit? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. I think so. And making it uh, 
like I think we modernized it because now you can shop online or you can browse online and come in and have an idea of what you want. And uh, I also think that uh, a lot of people, especially the younger people, are used to kind of shopping on their self. So it used to be like if you came in, we had to get it for you. Now it's kind of more open and you can walk around, you can browse, you can find what you like. And uh, I've been coming to the store for a few years now, not a, as often as I like, but that's it feels like you're very touching both worlds. And like you said, now people are more used to shopping by themselves and browsing. And it's almost like, oh, don't talk to me. I'll find something and then mm -hmm. I'll come get you. But it's to me, well, when I come here, it's a very different experience than going to the mall or something. Because well, first yeah. I, I know you guys a little bit, but also it's your salesperson. You're telling me what looks good or the size or you're, you help the customer. It's kind of old fashioned, but not, um, it's in the bo in both worlds. I don't mm -hmm. know if I explain it. I can do my own thing, but you're still here to sell me things and it's your business. It's not just a student or someone who's just doing a job as selling clothes. Yeah. And that's. Well, yeah. I'm, our service is very good and our, our staff is very knowledge knowledgeable and we're really here to help. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are an anchor and Amherst, like you said, it's been open for a very, very long time, but once when i moved to nova scotia in the first couple of times i went to amherst people were telling me about mentors i think it's you're in the downtown of the small town but you're there's probably not a lot of people in amherst that don't know the store they might not be customers but they know you yeah yeah do you do you do you know if people outside amherst know knew the store before you went online yeah i think they'd heard of it or they knew there was a menswear store in amherst But we're getting, like, every week we're getting people from, you know, from Truro, from Halifax, from Moncton, from St. John, from Cape Breton, from the island, Prince Edward Island. Like, a lot of people are coming to the store now from a, a lot of different places. And I think, like, we're, we continue becoming more unique by uh, remaining the same in a way, remaining the same and continuing to adapt to the current business climate. And I think that's really quite exciting, you know? Yeah, and I... And I think the people from here like that you're keeping that image of the local store and the, knowing the people, but also opening it to the rest of the world. Like you said, and I'm not here to tell you <laughs> that your strategy is good, but it seems to be working. Yeah, it is working. Yeah, so was it hard? So you work with your father and stuff that has been here before you, correct? Mm -hmm. Was it hard to bring those new ideas? Uh There are challenges, but I wouldn't say it's hard to bring the ideas. It, it's hard to get uh, our staff and my dad and stuff were used to uh, implementing the new ideas. But like they're for them, you know, they want the business to succeed. And, you know, they understand that like retail is in a changing time now. So it's it just, you know, it just takes a couple of weeks to get used to something. And then then it's pretty good, I think, really. Do you have feedback from people from Amherst, the small town, how they are reacting to you opening it up? And Oh, people love the renovation. Like, they really love it. I heard, like, two negative comments <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, thousands of positive comments. And everybody's very happy about that. And, you know, I think when you come in to Mansource compared to, like, a lot of our competitors as local men's stores or, or chains, like, You, you can just feel the energy in our store and you can feel the the positivity and the change and stuff. And I think that really, 
whether you don't have to say it, I think the the consumer can feel that and they sort of get excited and yeah, business is very good right now. That's good. Um, one of the things that I think you started as well is your pre presence on social media. Um, if people don't follow Manzors on Instagram or Facebook, they should because it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Can you tell people how how it started and what's your idea behind that? Yeah, well, we started making a few videos on Facebook, and they just got such great traction that we we just kept rolling with it. And we're using our advantages, like we have local staff, and we can just really post whatever we want. Whereas, like, there's no. Uh, like protocols or rules so you know we post like nice funny kind of respectful posts and they really gain a lot of traction and it kind of highlights highlights our clothes highlights the our customers highlights our staff and yeah we use instagram and facebook and a little bit of twitter although i find it's harder to gain traction on twitter i i've had great success on facebook and I'm starting to replicate that success or see that success replicated on Instagram. So that's good. And yeah. And it's at first, was it a lot of local people following you and then you get traction outside or right away they attracted attention? Well, yeah, like uh, our customers have always been from all over. And I think that's more true now than ever, but we always had a lot of customers. So I think it was just a replication of that, basically who followed you on Facebook. Yeah. And you said you guys don't have rules about what you post or anything. It really, yeah, people should look at the videos because they are you make them, and it's just yeah. you and the staff in the store. And most of them are like unedited, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's good, I think. Yeah, I think so. People want to see that real, real content that yeah. you know, it's authentic. Yeah, it's and, very authentic. And I'm not sure if you were working in business in Toronto, you would be able to do that or even a bigger town, maybe in a small business as well, but you couldn't do it in a bigger business, but Definitely. you could do it in a small business. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, did you, so when you jumped in, in, in the family business, did you have any kind of like, where, where, where will I be in five years? I don't want to stay in a small town. This is just a step or I'm moving back. Or did you envision, a long time ahead or is it just i'm gonna do this and we'll see where it goes well you know i'm I'm very quiet about my ambitions like i i just not something that i talk about that often but i guess you know i'd really like to develop property and build apartment buildings and stuff like that and i i felt like uh the best thing to do would be you know i looked at the options like okay i could start as a chartered accountant i'd make like you know 32 or 42 or whatever they start at it's pretty low or i could you know go work in finance and then i don't know i just felt like if i just started working and living at home and saving up money like you know that that's what you have to do if you want to buy real estate or build real estate or whatever so i i started that's kind of how i started and i really love the store with all my heart and i'm i'm just having like so much fun and we're doing so well like now it's just it's just great to see and i i think that everyone generally roots for a small business you know yeah that's that's interesting it's it's true that bigger businesses are getting bigger and bigger but i think the reaction to that or at least my reaction and i i know some other people is like yeah but this store is small and they're doing their own thing and it, it's working well and people want to support 
you see that everywhere kind of like local is a new thing and smaller businesses but not everybody is successful at it and and, and you guys were around for you've been around for a long time too yeah i i think that i think that now it kind of with social media and very few people especially when it first came out knew how to use it and uh through like the internet you can create an online store easily through different patterns ours is mansores menswear.ca or dot com <laughs> well done by, <laughs> by the way uh, i just throw that in there and uh um i basically like if you have someone in your business and i think that can do that stuff i think it's good like we have um three employees like my dad keith roger and then me And I and then we hire we have two part time staff working right now at the moment and they're working more with the computers and stuff. So I think that if you're a small business owner and you want to make your business something that can succeed in the future, you need to hire those people who know how to use social media, who know how to use the Internet, who can help you like online because you need that presence online. And I think that I recognize that with the store, like the way it was three years ago. And that's really like what made me come and and work here because I just wanted that you know I wanted our store to to continue and and do well and I I think that just I just realized that like dad kind of needed me and yeah that's do you think so yeah so you said the store needed you and the new ideas do you think today in a small town it's possible to still have a small business and to ignore completely your online presence Uh, it's possible sure but <laughs> <laughs> would you <laughs> okay but would it be i uh, i think your business won't do as well as it could I, right i don't think you can reach your potential as a small business right. without That's... being online and not just in a small town in a in a big town as well unless you're like you know a tourist trap or something like <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're a small business you need that to open your yeah I, i think that i think that a lot of people talk about doing business in a small town where the principles are the same. A good business is scalable. So you need to, you need to talk about doing business. Like I think that there's a lot of emphasis on a small town, but really if, if you do things that uh, are exceptional, people will come and see you. That's very interesting because yeah. it is true that it, if you just think about it very quickly, which I did <laughs> and I'm not into business, you'd think like small town, less possible potential customers. So I can't be as successful as in a big city. But you're saying that if you're doing it well, you will attract more people. And it, so it's not necessarily the the size of the town you're in, but the how you do your small business. Is that what? Yeah, I think I so. Okay. Like a... Uh, You know, like really, there's tons of examples. Like, I I feel like, like uh, you know, the Braggs in Oxford, they have a great like uh, frozen foods business, and they own Eastlink. And I think Eastlink is based at Halifax, but you know, it was started. I think Eastlink was started in Amherst, actually, on uh, Willow Street in like a small little building. So you you can uh, you can grow a business like in a small town. I, There's another guy, I think his name was, like, this is way before my time, but his name was like Charlie Abraham and he had a dress shop in Collingwood. And I, I think that's like the same place the Braggs are from. It is. Yeah. And like people would come from all over to see his dress shop, like, and they'd buy dresses or whatever. So 
you know, I think the as far as rural Nova Scotia, like the declining population really spooks me, right? Okay. But yeah. like if you create an exceptional experience, I still think that you can do well. But that's a, uh, yeah, I mean, like really, I think that's a lot of the reason people kind of attack small towns too now because the population is declining. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, like it, you know, if a place is small, it doesn't really mean it's bad. Like no one kind of, everyone loves like Lunenburg, Chester, you know, they, I can't think of any other ones right at the moment, but you know, they don't like Truro, Amherst. Truro <laughs> is actually getting a little bit more favorable now. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But Amherst, probably Yarmouth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, Glace Bay, Spring Hill, you know, New Glasgow, like these, these places, like it's like people turned on them. But, uh, you know, I think that too, in business, like you need to have a, a vision and you need to kind of see things through. And I think that that's, uh, you know, if you can visualize your store in five years, you, not necessarily your store, your business in five years, 10 years, 20 years, you know, you'll probably be okay. It's just, yeah. I think I was very right in my introduction. You are a true businessman. It's really how you approach this and as a business. I, I know you don't want to talk too much about yourself but living in the small town was it a problem for you or i can be boring yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i travel a lot on the okay. weekends like i go to charlottetown i go to halifax and you know you, you need you need to get out <laughs> sometimes yeah in the summer i go to the beach a lot like we're very close to amherst shore and yeah. but it wasn't too scary that you were i'm not going back to amherst i'm i'm really not that active like Like when I lived in Halifax, I didn't go to the bars every weekend. Like my friends would always invite me out. I'd always like, I just wouldn't go. I don't know. I wouldn't come up with an excuse. That's not really me, but I just like say no, basically. Or like, <laughs> then I stopped getting invited. So yeah. <laughs> and then you didn't have to lie anymore. <laughs> I never lied to begin okay. with. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's a, yeah, that's go ahead. Next but question. you, you, you lived, uh, in, You lived in Toronto for a while? Yeah, uh, four months. Okay. Yeah, in uh, I was in uh, Markham. It's outside of Toronto. How, how did you like that? It's good, yeah. I liked it. It's a nice city. Uh, it's a lot of traffic, a lot of stress. And I just felt like I was always, like, paying rent. And, like, you know, I wasn't... I was in an entry-level position, so I wasn't making much money. And yeah, I found that a little bit frustrating, I guess. I, I really like to save money and i've always been like that like ever since i was a little kid you know true accountant talking yeah <laughs> save your money people really i i didn't i didn't like accounting that much though i gotta say <laughs> i found it boring and, yeah uh i was talking to your dad right before we started the podcast and he said he just or you guys just shipped uh socks to british columbia yeah through the website five pairs of maple syrup socks yeah <laughs> do you get random uh orders like that often yeah tremendously <laughs> random like we, two weeks ago maybe we shipped a sweater to australia australia yeah it was it, like hundred dollars shipping or something wow yeah And do you know if these people shopped at the store before or are they from here no or is it just i think that they've had well the sock guy i don't know but <laughs> but the the products like um Like, I'd say that guy, if I had to guess, he's had one of those sweaters before. And that's the way we're selling a lot of products, too, through, like, organic search traffic. People are finding the good stuff we sell. 
and a lot of like we're one of the only ones selling online a lot of our brands so i think that's really that really helps we sell a ton of this like old-fashioned pant called the drifter jean it's like a it's basically like a presentable work pant like it looks sort of like a dress pant but it's a work pant okay and we have sold tons of them like all over canada and the u.s online still yeah do you sell the same amount here in the shop or a lot more on online the drifter jeans yeah oh a lot more online <laughs> a lot more online. but we have we do sell them in the shop but like you know we're always 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 selling them online yeah um, and they last like so long like <laughs> here's the salesman again <laughs> well just no no it's, i'm not even trying to sell them like no, no. i i don't care if you buy them if you're listening but like if you're uh like one guy said he, his father had them for 20 years and then his father died and he inherited them <laughs> <laughs> he wore them for another 10 now he's buying another pair that's a pretty good investment <laughs> yeah i know when you well, one pair of pants for 30 years <laughs> that's good uh another aspect because it's a family business you work with your family your dad mm -hmm. is that i i love my dad i don't think we could work well together um because he's a true businessman you should meet my dad <laughs> he's a very good businessman and i'm not so he probably would be frustrated did it change the dynamic between you two working together uh i don't know sometimes we're a little bit on edge with each other but we we do get along very well and we neither of us stay mad at people like we're not very really spiteful people so you know we get along like 90 of the time and the other 10 we we get over it <laughs> yesterday like he was like up on a ladder trying to fix the air conditioning and i was like dad you stop that <laughs> like <laughs> how did he then he's still alive we saw yeah he's morning. still alive he's okay yeah I, yeah the air conditioner like It just needed time to cool down. Like <laughs> it's not instant. Uh, so you said I, you don't want to give, but do you have? You don't have to give the ideas now, but you have more ideas of what you'd like to try or change or the direction you want to take the story. Yeah, to? right now we're uh, we're spending well, not a lot of money, but we're spending money on updating our fixtures and making. Um, trying to get fixtures that'll sell clothing better basically like that's what i'm doing now we we hadn't bought any fixtures since the the 70s pretty well, well like we bought some but like a lot of them are from like a lot of them my grandfather bought way back and you know seven like that's like what 50 40 years ago now and one more question what's the relationship with other businesses and back to the small town i probably i don't know but in, in a bigger town you probably do whatever but you, the downtown in amherst is pretty small the, mm -hmm. all the businesses are pretty close to each other is there competition or do you guys work together is there an association or everybody does its own thing yeah uh, yeah i mean we kind of do our own thing but like i support all the other businesses if i when i can and i i hope they do well yeah but i i, I just i'm really I'm a very private person in a lot of ways and I just try and worry about myself and I just find that that's a, a lot easier way to live life if you just uh, focus on your own being and I, I just think that that brings me happiness so that's what I try and do opposed to you know I don't like to go to events or uh, different like I don't know different things like I just do your uh, own thing yeah I just try and like stay at home or like 
go somewhere no one knows me sometimes after work i just i just like to be by myself a bit okay if people want to follow the store on instagram or facebook yeah so we're at i think it's facebook.com slash mansours menswear m-a-n-s-o-u-r-s or just google mansours m-a-n-s-o-u-r-s or mansoursmenswear.ca or we're mansours menswear on instagram too and, and watch the videos guys yeah the videos are good yeah <laughs> the videos are very good thanks again Mike, Mackay, for doing That's this fine. thank, thank you. you very Merci. much Suhail. goodbye au revoir